0: Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukaki, your host. Butthole's trial just ended and he's been found innocent, but Fiddlesworth and the Moonites are attacking the courtroom. Quinny is leaping towards the courthouse. Alan Butthole and not Peter Baelish are unarmed. Can our heroes possibly withstand a Moonite assault? Can Butthole avenge Goblin Jr.'s branding? Find up next on Dumb Dumbs and Dragons.
1: So thunderous applause. Uh, everyone's on their feet, uh, except for one figure in the balcony who stands up and says, fine, so be it. Blue. And you hear a tremendous fart, and then the fart flies down towards the ground, and suddenly a walking stick spikes the ground, and it turns into fire, and the fire flies up over his head and heads straight for you, butthole.
0: And I just look at him and go, walking stick? (laughs) (laughs) You're an
2: embarrassment. All right, uh, roll for initiative, please.
3: 16 for Alan.
2: You want me to roll and just insert my initiative into the Uh, order whenever I arrive? 15 total. 15 total. Uh, 19 total. 17 for Quinny.
0: Should he arrive? Yeah, we'll see. Fingers He's just leaping like Mario, <laughs> building to building yeah. across town.
4: Yeah. woo <laughs>
1: oh, that's not
2: good. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> R.I.P.
1: <laughs> Quinny died on his way back to his home planet. <laughs> <laughs> the blue flame flies towards you, butthole. It's a deck save on that one. Uh, yes, that is correct. Natural 20. Natural twenty. Beauty. You see the blue flame coming, but blue flame is your jam, goddammit. So you just you just breathe it in. That's that's yours. I fucking love me. <laughs> <laughs> Smells off, though. Doesn't smell like Moonhammer. It smells like Blighthammer. Fucking shitty, evil god. Which brings us to not Peter Baelish. Alan has just fainted <laughs> to your right. Uh, as soon as the uh, the flame fires over uh, Fiddlesworth's head, uh, suddenly people start to pop up from around the, the, uh, the crowd. In the balcony with Fiddlesworth to the west, a guy pulls out a bow. Another fellow in the balcony to the east also pulls out a bow. In the crowd directly behind the defense table um, is one of the thugs who pulls out two swords and in the southwest corner, uh, sort of near the back, another thug draws two swords. You also see in the southeast corner, uh, so back near the, uh, the entranceway to the court, uh, someone draw a wand who looks to be a wizard of some sort.
4: Ah, I see the wand near the back of the court. And because I'm not Peter Baelish, I don't really care about people, really. <laughs> So I cast Thunderwave in the direction of where the wand is because I assume the wall of people <laughs> caught up in it will maybe kind of hit the guy.
1: That's metal as hell. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> fuck. Okay. So uh, the way Thunderwave works is you just cast it, and Thunder we need wave. to uh, we need to roll some saves. Okay. So first for the <laughs> civilian crowd. <laughs> so uh, not Peter Baelish. You turn around. Uh, you you take all the rage at your lack of mustache. And uh, a you send forth a, uh, a thunderous wave. The crowd kind of turns as they hear you point and say, Thunder wave, as you just did. <laughs> um, Thunder wave. Half of them throw themselves to the ground using the, uh, the benches for cover. The other half are not as lucky and get uh, caught up in the wave, uh, as does the thug. So a wave of civilians <laughs> and uh, a thug are, are thrown uh, sort of across the courtroom against the south wall. The acolyte manages to duck behind the... Uh, <laughs> the wave of humanity. So here's what I need you to do.
4: Ah, of course he does. Thunder,
1: thunder wave does 2d8 damage, so take, uh, roll 2d8, please.
4: Three, and
1: three. So if they successfully saved, they take half damage, so even the people who duck take a
0: little bit of damage...
4: You know, as I always say, the needs of the few outweigh the needs of many. <laughs> I've always said that.
0: <laughs> the needs of not Peter Baelish outweigh the needs of everyone else.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, um, with the, uh, a sound of uh, shattering limbs and moans, uh, oh,
2: no. <laughs>
0: one woman is holding a baby. Oh. <laughs> Um, Who brings a baby to court? The uh, <laughs> their terrible, terrible parent. <laughs> half the uh, half
1: the crowd gets uh, slammed up against that back wall. You don't get the sense that uh, there's a lot of moaning and, and kind of writhing. Uh, you get the sense that they're hurt but not dead if only barely people who uh, managed to dodge the wave are, like, grabbing their uh, ears because their ears are bleeding and kind of, like, screaming because this is not what they expected when they came to court today. But you do, uh, you do s- uh, significant damage to the thug and a little bit of damage to the acolyte.
0: Worth it. <laughs> As two dozen innocent people hit a wall.
4: <laughs> Think of it this way. Three barricades. Where are they going? <laughs>
0: The doors pinned shut with the bodies of the innocent.
4: <laughs> now, lots of places to duck behind to dodge things.
0: It is. It's going to be really hard true. to use a human shield if you're the villain. <laughs> Von-, <laughs> <all broken. laughs>
1: Von Strauss yells, What the flaming fuck? Which brings us to uh, Quinny. So, uh, Quinny have been bounding across uh, rooftops, uh, finally, to arrive at the
2: front doors of the courthouse. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I'm, I'm standing at the doors <laughs> of the, I'm just picturing Quinny getting blown out by like three grandmothers. <laughs> hit him the door. <laughs> oh,
0: fuck! I'm going to, there is no God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This is the most confusing end to a season of game of Thrones ever.
2: <laughs> okay. I want, I want to bring it down for a second. You know, travel back in time a, a little bit. Quinny's been standing at this door for like 10 minutes just looking at the door because the last time he was in a courthouse, he was sent to jail and he lived through the worst years of his, his entire life. Um, he thinks about each and every tattoo he had to get to join every single gang that made him do terrible things to help him stay alive and survive that hell. And the last tattoo he got comes to mind, and it's the letter A plus B plus Q equals heart. <laughs> And he breathes out, he puts his hand on the door, and three grannies. <laughs>
1: roll me a dexterity saying so three <laughs> grannies come blowing through the doors. The sma- smash cut too earlier that day. Well, Tabitha, I suppose the court would be a nice way for us to spend our visit time today. Oh,
4: Ethel, well, it is a lovely way to see justice enacted before our grandkids calling us. Today will be the day, certainly.
1: I wonder if that delightful man Matlock will be there.
0: <laughs> oh, my heart, lost. Smash cut to now. <laughs> I'm so glad you two took me out of the hospital after my bone-weakening disease. I've always wanted to be in the safest place in Neverwinter. Oh, the Martha, hall of justice. Today will be the greatest day we've had yet. These brittle bones are so excited.
1: <laughs> and maybe today since...
0: Just careful. <laughs> careful on the stairs, Martha. <laughs> we know how tender you are. Don't worry. I'm sure those pews will be nice and safe.
3: i who rock
0: Maybe later today your
1: grandchild will arrive. It'd be so nice to see Samling again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe anyway. it's my
4: eyes going. But yeah. is that
1: him sitting up
0: there on the he went, chair? He, went, he was named after my late husband. <laughs>
1: Oh, and man. now they're just a hazard for Quinny oh, yeah. to dodge. <laughs> I don't know if he dodges it either. I rolled a 10. Time to pucker up and kiss granny, sir. Oh, you, get, uh, you get hit by three three grannies and a door. Let's take uh, three points of damage, and you're knocked prone. All right. Worth it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All to miss an accolade.
4: <laughs> hey. He took a little bit of damage.
0: That's true. He got hit with one of the arms of the people after they bounce off the wall. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Alan, uh, you fainted with
1: uh, with joy yep. uh, at, uh, at everything that was going on. However, upon hearing the thunder wave, I think you drift back into consciousness. So you're prone, so cool. you can use your move to stand up <laughs> uh, and kind of maybe see what's happening.
3: Yeah, so I see that thunder wave, kind of the after effects of that. I imagine that's all I see, and I'm reacting like immediately, so I'm just using my ring. And I just cast Witch Bolt on that acolyte, trying to get him. Cool. I'm going to use my Inspiration.
2: Nice, awesome, excellent because, choice.
3: Because we know Witch Bolt. Yeah, success Witch Bolt's been
2: past. dodgy, but. Uh...
3: And that's a 26 total to hit. Oh uh, yeah, ooh, 26
2: definitely. Ooh, yeah. Hits.
3: yeah. So in this round, we're doing twelve points of damage. Oh. <laughs>
1: you, uh, <laughs> you melt. You melt that acolyte. Wiz- Yay! Wizards be squishy. Go!
4: Fucking witch So uh, <laughs> <When> I watch <laughs> that
1: happen. I'm just like, oh, so
4: <laughs>
2: worth it.
1: <laughs> so the acolyte stands up, and like in uh, the back of her mind, she's like, you know, they always taught me that dodging would turn out to be useful, and it turns out it is. I dodged all those people, and so now it's my turn to. <laughs> and then just gets electrocuted to death,
0: horribly. Cool. But good news is you didn't have any friends today, so that's
1: I a win. Know, for I
3: know. I'm really, I feel like this is a turn.
0: <laughs> the my, a- the <laughs> Acolytes Corp sits down and looks like Jack Palance at the beginning of Batman after yeah, yeah. the Joker gets him with the buzzer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like a smiling black skeleton. <laughs> <Yeah>. Any questions? <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, butthole, you're up. Having uh, stood in the center of this room in this raised chair and just inhaled this fucking blast from this awful blue flame, I take that power through my body and you see it like light up my eyes like Raiden from Mortal Kombat. (laughs) And I just reach up and I tear the collar off,
1: hopefully. Uh, So you, you grab it with your hand, you're pulling and like it's bending and it's twisting and you're pulling with all your might. And then you like manage to lock eyes with Von Strauss and he just mutters. Go
0: and it shatters in your hand. Nice. And then I simultaneously, because I can do up to three at once, I use thaumaturgy. So my eyes glow, all the braziers in the room just like fall off. Am I right, ladies? No, I mean, uh, just. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was also wondering where you're going with that. No, it's From the floor underneath seen... three Grammys, you hear.
3: <laughs> Boo! <laughs>
2: sorry, sorry. For no. the
0: actual ghost you want, it's the chorus <laughs> you hear. Ooh. No, but all the torches <laughs> and all the like flaming braziers that are lighting the room, braziers, whatever the fuck you say it, they all burst, and the fire goes three feet high, and my my voice echoes and fills the entire room, and I raise a hand and I point at Fiddlesworth, and I say, Fiddlesworth, I challenge you in the court of the gods. We duel. For the right to represent Moonhammer, or no, you are craven and your religion is false.
1: You are a false vessel soon. Moonhammer shall realize that I, Fiddlesworth, <laughs> or stank as I shall soon be known. And the better avatar of her will. And he, like, leaps very daintily down into the, uh, the court and uh, greased your challenge.
0: All right, perfect. And then still thaumaturgically looking great, but I'm like, all right. We need to clear some space <laughs> in the middle of the room. <laughs> Everybody choose a second, and then we're doing this. Why
1: not just have your friend throw a thunder wave again? I, do, I, I can. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I said, do, do you not want to duel? Because you can admit you're wrong, and I'm I'm just than talking you. shit. Get over here, motherfucker. We're fucking dancing. Uh,
1: I need you to roll me a con save for holding in your poop. This is getting pretty intense. You haven't pooped in two days. Twelve.
2: What does that mean? I, no, what does here, that here, mean? Here, no,
0: here, here's what I'll do. This is fine. This is fine. I turn around. And I say, well, if we're all shit talking, <laughs> let's get down to the <laughs> shitting. And I lift my butt flap towards him, Woo! and I shit. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so oh my God. confused. <laughs> Yay! The bean goes. You, you think you were confused then. <laughs> the bean hits the ground covered in poop. And then all of a sudden,
1: with a speed that's remarkable, a tree bursts forth <laughs> from <your> the poop. <laughs> and from each of the branches... There drops sort of a a strange pod, like fruit sort of thing. Uh, It looks edible. Uh, The tree kind of glimmers. So I (laughs) just shrugged like we're supposed to know what to do with that. That's just what
0: it is. I stroll around the tree to the front where I'm facing Fiddlesworth in the middle of this courtroom. And I say, the judges, the crowd, Von Strauss shall witness this duel under the light of the tree of Moonhammer. I'm gonna fucking kill you because you touched my dog.
2: It's so anime that you're about to fight a butler. Yeah. <laughs> like, like an evil gnome butler. Yeah. And, uh, he's get, an elf, but. I so, uh, will fuck him either way.
0: <laughs> Shut up, you gnome, I say to the elf. <laughs> uh, and Bluebeard's then, like, <laughs> like, objection. <laughs> And I, uh, <laughs> I summon a spectral hammer into my hand, so I have a war hammer now to fight with. Fiddlesworth uh, sort of like throws away his, uh, his
1: cane, which has like a tiny dainty hammer on the end, and he says, "Fine, spectral hammers, it is, good sir." And he uh, snaps his fingers, and um, one of the thugs comes forward, and he's like, "Do you believe in the Lord Moon Hammer?" And the thugs like, oh, "Yes, yes, Stankfleur." Like, do you believe? He's like, yes, thankfully. Then give me your faith. And uh, the guy's eyes light blue, his mouth lights blue. And uh, Fiddlesworth puts his hand against his chest and draws a spectral hammer out of it. As he does, the guy's eyes go white and he collapses to the ground.
0: And then I point at him and go, Lord. You got the fucking gender wrong, asshole.
2: And I'm like ready to
0: fucking rumble. Let's do it. Butler fight?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a straight up butler
1: cleric fight. <laughs> you guys all uh, okay with this uh, This random duel? I'm
3: totally fine with this. Yep.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, all right. Top of the round. Fiddlesworth. Let's do this, sir. So he uh, <laughs> takes his hammer and uh, he swings it mightily uh, for your unprotected head. Uh, all right. He manages to hit you with his... Uh, Spectral Hammer of Blight Hammer, is that what
0: we're going? Yeah, Blight Hammer. That's the name of his shitty fucking ripoff Do off you God. Uh, 13 points of damage. Yeah, and I can eat that for fucking breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I say, thank you, sir, may I have another? <laughs> and <laughs> oh, then I spit blood in his eyes. <laughs> Jeez. Using a free action,
1: uh, uses his uh, still very fine sleeve to like wipe the blood from his eyes, and he grins at you and flicks a dagger into his hand and leaps at you with his second attack. He will hit you for three points.
0: I laugh just like that
1: (laughs) It's all fun and games Until someone loses
0: their patron god Yeah, it's gonna be real sad when you die (laughs) Go ahead Alright, so, knowing a little more About spectral hammers than this idiot I immediately release my hammer Which swings itself to hit him in the face And I try to punch him square in the dick
1: (laughs) (laughs) right, roll your attacks
0: Alright, so for the hammer 20 total to hit. Yep, that'll hit. All right, and then the punch in the dick, that would be a 17 total to hit. Yep, uh, those will both hit. Awesome. So for the hammer, eight points of damage, and then what am I rolling for fist? Uh, Probably a d4. Plus strength bonus? Yep. Five damage from right. the mailed fist to the balls. <laughs> he goes, ooh, and his voice goes up, and He's it's, got it's punched in the dick. And as he goes, ooh, the hammer just, like, clacks his fucking teeth shut. (laughs) (laughs) Right in the chin.
1: (laughs) Cool. So uh, after the first round of combat, uh, Fiddlesworth's taking some damage, Butthole's taking some damage. Here's the thing. Some of you respect the rule of law, and some of you don't. So I'm looking to uh, the rest of you. Uh, Anytime you want to chime in with something you want to do, feel free.
2: Oh,
4: cool.
1: I'm going to be charting that for the rest of the NPCs as well. So as the flow of combat continues, stuff may happen, it may not. Uh, You just let me know.
2: Um, I I think I just want to make a note, then, that I have... Entered the courtroom at this point. You go off I've, the, got, I've the gotten these. Yep. And I'm, and I'm in the courtroom.
4: I would love, like, because I haven't tried this out yet, but to help butthole out, I would love to use Vicious Mockery on Fiddlesworth. Sure. Uh, if I can just, like, like slide into those DMs and get that done. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What,
0: uh,
1: what are you, you going to say?
4: So this is after he got punched in the dick and his teeth got clacked shut. So I, I just kind of stand by side and watched him just, like, no, honestly, I mean, I just probably killed entire families right now, like, accidentally. But you got punched in the dick and hit by it. Like, you had to kill a man to get a hammer. This man farts a bunch and he's just <laughs> kicking <laughs> your ass right now. I mean, really? Really? You're starting an uprising? You? You are starting an uprising? Wait, really? You you think you can? No, oh, no. You are what we in the business call a
1: uh,
4: pussy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, What's the effect of uh, vicious mockery there, Kat?
4: Target must pass a DC 14 uh, wisdom save or 2d4 damage and has disadvantage on attack.
1: Cool. Uh, I'm going to say he has disadvantage on that because that was some damn vicious mockery. (laughs) He made some valid points. Oh, he fails. He fails hard. (laughs) So uh, roll uh, 2d4. Uh, Four
4: four. and
2: two. (laughs) Absurd. (laughs) Uh, Alan, Quinn, are you guys doing anything? I'm keeping an eye out on these crossbow guys up high.
3: And I I really don't like that butthole's at a disadvantage. Like the weapons disadvantage is really irking me. Um, Do we know where the weapons are being held?
1: No, but there's some people who might know who are in the room with you.
3: Yeah, I, well, I'm right next to Von Strauss still, right? Yep. Like, I'm pretty close. And so I've just been like, I, I just want to ask him, like, dude, we need, to, we need our weapons back. We need them right now. You know we're on our side. You know we're all good people now.
1: I did just watch your friend throw a bunch of civilians against a wall. Roll <laughs> I me a persuasion check.
4: I just give myself a high five quietly. <laughs> Natural one.
1: In fact, he no, lights no. up the sword. Oh, sh- I don't know that you're on the side of law at all. <laughs> Cool. As,
3: as as a bonus action, I'm just gonna I'm gonna
0: <laughs> Misty step the fuck out of here. <laughs>
3: yeah. uh, specifically, I'm going to. Misty step up to the balcony to that crossbow guy on the west side.
1: Von Strauss is so furious about all the magic that's happening right now <laughs> and this weird duel. This is not working for him. Uh, but he's also, uh, you can tell he's trying to like kind of stay between the, everyone and the judges because that's kind of his mm-hmm. uh, his actual job. Okay, cool. Top of the round. Uh, Fiddlesworth just got punched in the dick and Bill made fun of him. With a, a tear rolling down his eye, he, uh, he looks at you and he, he says in a slightly squeakier voice than previously, we believed in you. You were the one who was supposed to lead Moonhammer to the to the people. You were supposed to be our acolyte. And yet, here you are fighting it? Why? We loved you, Butthole, but you betrayed us! And he swings his
0: hammer, uh, but he's at disadvantage, so he misses horribly. And I just look at him and say, Nobody hurts the dog of Moonhammer, you motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to keep going with the same thing, only this time we're going to go for like a, a suitable moon hammer based attack, which is the hammer's going to go around and hit him in the ass, but it's going to try to go up. So if it can, it just wants to punch through ass up through skull. <laughs> uh, and at the same time, I'm going to try to punch him in the face. So if it's perfectly timed, it'll pop his head off and I'll hit it into the crowd. That's my fantasy in my head. <laughs> hammer swing. Is a 14 to hit? Uh, no good. Uh, it's this ass thing. It does what it always does. <laughs> and I love my goddess, so I'm okay with it. It spins around and tries to put the haft in his butt, like like <laughs> the symbol. And I'm always like, oh, you. And I'm like, not today. <laughs> and then I punch him in the face, which is a 13 to hit. So No dice. He, he throws himself so off balance that I do a perfectly synchronized thing that would kill him where he was. <laughs> but even I thought he was better than that. <laughs> And I look down at him and go, at least I didn't fall off balance. <laughs> 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 I hate you, sir. I hate you. Uh, all right. Uh, top of the round.
1: Cody uh, wants to pick up a pod that fell from the tree. Okay. <laughs> it vaguely shimmers. Uh, it's clearly magical in essence. It means clearly containing tremendous magical power. Uh, it's unlike anything you've ever seen.
2: Are both thugs out of commission on the ground floor? I know one guy had a hammer <clears throat> pulled out of him. The um, other guy went. Yeah, so of The uh the thug who is in the southwest
1: corner uh sacrificed himself for the hammer. The thug that is currently uh standing back against the wall in the southeast corner took damage from the thunder wave. I'm gonna throw the pod <laughs> at the last remaining thug. Roll me a dexterity check, please. Sixteen. You throw the pod, he kind of catches you out of the corner of his eye. Uh and it uh you know he's kind of still slack-jawed from getting thunderstruck. Mm-hmm. So his mouth is open, pod <laughs> flies into his mouth. <laughs> And he has to take a constitution save. He rolled a one. Ooh.
3: Ooh.
1: Uh, can I borrow some d6s? <laughs> How many? All of them. Jesus, okay. So he takes three, four, five, ten, twenty, thirty-three points of damage as his stomach
2: explodes.
4: <laughs>
2: and then Quinny looks to the camera and says, that's a spicy need to buy.
0: All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so Easy, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify... We were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Hello friends, Ryan here for another ad, but this ad includes how you don't have to hear me do ads anymore. That's right. If you join the Dumb Dumbs and Dice Patreon, you can get an ad free feed to this show for just $5 a month. And that's not all you get. You also get an ad free feed for Warhammer 40k, the Valentine Heresy, another one of our podcasts. Plus, you get weekly video table-side chats. So you know what's going on with the company, what's going on with us. Plus, you get access at that same tier to our fan and patron-only Discord. It's exclusive. You get access to all of us. Our casts are there. Our creative teams are there. A bunch of other fans are there. This is a great opportunity for you to escape ads, get more of the stuff you want, less of the stuff you don't. Patreon.com slash dice. That's Patreon.com slash D-U-M-B. D U M B D I C E. Join up today and get your ad free feed now.
4: Are we allowed to give inspiration (laughs) boards? Because I want to
1: give you. You absolutely are. Yeah. I'm 100% behind that.
4: Uh, Peter, not Peter Bayless, just like hears that and looks at you and just like weeps a single tear <laughs> as he salutes you as hard as he can.
0: And Butthole, while his last punch misses, swings around after seeing that and gives you like a G.I. Joe thumbs up. <laughs> 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 Am I getting actual inspiration? Yeah. Cool. I,
1: I'm always, I, I should make made this clear earlier. anytime you guys want to give each other inspiration for something that you think is particularly notable, like, go for it. Because oh, friends cool. helping friends. I'll rein it in if it gets too nuts. Like, Quinny opens the door. Inspiration. No. <laughs> Stop that.
4: I don't know. Uh, with Getting all those bodies out of the way was
1: hard. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fuck. The, uh, the crossbowman's a little concerned that uh, a wizard has appeared next to him. Mm-hmm. So um, despite the other uh, rules of the duel, he's going to try and shoot you in the face. All right. He uh, manages to hit you. Uh, okay. You'll take nine points of damage.
3: Okie dokie.
1: Uh, it turns out he uh, he was pretty ready to fire that thing off, so when someone appeared next to him, he was uh, quick on the fire. Uh, and then using his bonus action, he starts trying to reload. Okay. The court guard hear the shot go off, which is concerning, so uh, the four of them turn their crossbows on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, two of them hit. Justice be served. <laughs> Say, respect the rules of the duel, as uh, with two bolts protruding from his eyes, he falls to his knees. Oh, oh my God. Okay, yeah,
3: Never Neverwinter wow.
1: really respects Jesus. dueling laws. They listen to Hamilton. They, you know, they get behind it. So um, that brings us to Fiddlesworth. Yeah, let's go, Diddlesworth. Ooh. Oh, so that's, uh, that's not, okay. Uh, so he swings. Uh, he swings his spectral hammer. He will hit, and you will take nine points of damage. And then he, uh, he swings wildly with his, uh, with his blade. You can tell he's, uh, he's a little bit outmatched and outclassed know, here, so he's fighting a little bit more desperately. You can see um, there's sort of like a, a light to his eyes, a fire. It seems he's like burning up from inside. He'll hit with a dagger, and we'll do you five points of damage. Who's Diddlesworth now, Mr. Farch? <laughs> Who's Diddlesworth now?
0: I stare him in the eyes as he says this, and I let my spectral hammer disappear and I just slap a hand on the symbol of Moonhammer on my chest and I cast Cure Wounds as a level two spell. So I heal myself for 19 health points. But the best part is, as a bonus action, I re-summon a spectral (laughs) hammer, but this time a spell slot higher. (laughs) So it's even bigger and even meaner. And I just say, Mr. Farch. Was my father? Uh, and then I I line it up. So now we're doing like a, a hit from both sides. My classic thing. I'm going for the punch to the face from the front and the hammer swinging around for the back of his head. Because we really like exploding the heads of magic users.
1: Are you able to do two actions in one
0: go? Uh, casting the spectral hammer with its attack is a bonus action. Oh, maybe I can't punch, but I can hit him with the hammer. Yeah. Okay. Then I'll put it in my hands because that just feels right. Yeah. Or Do it up. Twenty four to hit. Oh yes, that hits. And that is eight damage. Cool. Uh, friends and companions, what are you doing?
3: We still got crossbow guy on the other side.
2: Yep. Queenie's, um keeping an eye on Von Strauss because he was pretty upset by what, what yeah, he saw you, happen. Yeah, you can see Von Strauss is like actively infuriated
1: about everything. That's is he going taking out. any kind of action? His job is to guard the judges, so he's not. But okay. you can tell
2: that if they weren't there, he might be swinging. Okay, then. I might ready an action then on Von Strauss's movement towards my friends. Okay.
3: And uh, I'm going to try to blind the crossbow guy across the way. Awesome. Um, So he just has to uh, make a con saving throw? He does not. Okay. Who said that? Hmm? Who said that? Wait, what?
1: He's blind from your spell. Okay. It succeeded.
3: Sorry.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) It's late.
3: (laughs) It's late. (laughs) It's late. (laughs) What
1: just happened? Yeah. <laughs> all right, yes, so you, you successfully blind him. Uh, he's uh, looking very confused. Uh, all right. Uh,
4: and, uh, I mean, everyone seems to have everything pretty well under control, so I'm just rifling through the pockets of all the, you know, civilians. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here trying to see if I find anything kind of cool.
2: Quinny is visibly sweating as he watches you, like, taking all kinds of cool shit from people. And then also like, oh, my friends are in trouble. Like, I need to watch Monstros. And
4: I watch you do that, and I'm kind of teasing you. And I'm just
0: like, oh, look at this bracelet. Well, that's going in there.
2: And I look over from where I am and see what not Peter
0: Baelish is doing. And I'm like, hey, not Pete. Find our weapons.
4: <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want? And I hold up, like, a pearl necklace, and I'm just like, Is, you want?
2: Getting warmer. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and I, like, I'm like, i like, okay, okay, all right, so I'll keep my eyes
1: out. So uh, top of the round, Fiddlesworth sees you heal yourself, and uh, he's like, my faith has always been greater, Mr. Foch. Two can play that game, and he presses his uh, the hand with the dagger to his chest, and, like, you see his eyes briefly glow, but then it kind of sputters out, and they just return to his normal eyes, and he's like, wait. What? And you can see the the hammer starting to, like, fade in his hand. How do you like them
0: apples? <laughs> I just like those
1: apples about as much as the exploding gentleman did. Uh, and he swings the hammer at you. He fails to hit, though, because it is sort of blinking in and out of existence.
0: Perfect. So knowing that I need to take full advantage of Moonhammer's blessings... I, how, how are we close to the tree? You're here's right. what, here's You're what right. I want to right do beside the tree. I want to let the spiritual hammer take a swing at him. And I want to grab one of those pods and smash it on his head from the tree. You're going to stand beside a po- smashed pod. It made the last guy explode. So like if I could smash it on him or throw it on him, that's kind of cool. I'll let you do that. I just yeah. don't want you to touch down, spike a pod and then blow yourself up. Honestly, <laughs> have faith in the goddess. Okay. No. And Quinny Brown it. No. <laughs> All right. So uh, spectral hammer swing, 20 to hit. Yep, that'll hit. And then what do I need for pod throwing? If you're just smashing over his
1: head, I'm going to give him a dexterity save, and I'm going to give you a strength. Like roll me a strength check. I'll roll a dexterity check, and we'll see which one's higher. Uh,
0: that will be a natural one. So uh, you reach back.
1: You grab the fruit. You ram it forward. You smash it on his head, and uh, the fruit just
0: bursts. Like it bursts like a, a, a ripe, tasty fruit. And the juices just kind of roll down. But while that's happening, a hammer finally swings around (laughs) and hits him in the ass while he's all sticky. (laughs) And it does 15 damage. 15 damage. All right. Fiddlesworth looking pretty fucked up. And I yell, in the name of Moonhammer, the goddess who never lets you down if you're honest. (laughs) You weird fuck.
2: All right. Um, what are you guys up to? Honestly, I mean, it looks like uh, Butthole's got this thing in the bag, so I'm just making sure nobody's trying anything sneaky. Okay, cool. Just keeping an eye out for that stuff.
3: Yeah, judges look okay.
4: <laughs> and there's no...
2: is guarding the judges, yeah.
4: There's nowhere... Um, I can leave aside from the front doors, like uh, to find where else in the courtroom they'd be keeping our weapons. Or um,
1: yeah, there's a, so out of the front entrance, there's kind of like alcoves to the sides where there would be like a guard booth where people drop stuff. So
4: okay, yeah. So I just uh, decided like hop on over into the guard booth. Uh,
1: because okay, um, as you turn to go, Von Strauss says, "Stop! Stop in the name
4: of the law." And I kind of look at him and I'm like, mm,
1: I mean, it's up to you. Choose the gods, or choose me. Stop! I say. He's not moving towards you. He's still guarding the judges.
4: And I put like one leg over <laughs> the guard booth to see if he does. God damn it! To stop. <laughs>
1: At this point, he's basically campus security with a whistle. And,
4: and I and I look around, pretending like, "Who me? What? Only oh, I? I can't hear you." Not it's, Peter you're Baelish. He's so, so far away. Specifically, <laughs> not Peter Baelish. And I put my other leg over, and I'm just like, "Sorry, it's just the the uh, the echo in here. I can't hear you." He's, oh. he,
1: he's so mad. <laughs> His sword is so on fire. <laughs>
4: here's the sad part is I try to, like, twirl my mustache at him and then go and I remember. Oh. (laughs) But then I just, like, remember, like, the little goatee part that's still there. And I'm like, nah, I'm still cool. (laughs) (laughs) And I I dip down into the guard booth to see if I can find our weapons.
1: Sure. So the guard is pretty fucking scared of, like, all the shit that's going on. So he's just kind of, like, cowering in a corner.
4: Okay. So I'm just like. I'm just grabbing some shit,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he just starts like pushing random stuff towards cool.
4: you. Oh, oh. neat thing! Hey, uh, and they just start pointing at things, being like, "Oh, that's ours. That's ours. That's ours." He like gets
1: out a bag and starts like putting it in it, being like, "This." Uh,
4: You know what? Actually, I've almost forgot about that yesterday. Um, Gonna need that.
1: He looks at a shield that has Von Strauss' family crest on it, shrugs and is like, well, okay. Puts it in the bag.
4: And uh, um, after I've like cleaned everything out, I just lean over and just like gently cup his cheek and say, you did a good thing today.
1: (laughs) Thank you, sir. It's my first day. (laughs) gonna be your last one <laughs> <trouble.
4: laughs> no it's okay it's well it's he not oh, and I looked down I'm like then mm, I like take his sword
1: <laughs> <laughs> the belt was three times too large for him because he's so little but yeah you take his sword and his <laughs> tiny belt
4: It's like I'm just like I. it's not that I feel bad it's just that I'm like oh buddy you never had a chance <laughs>
1: <laughs> cool uh, <laughs> Okay, uh, top of the round, uh, Fiddlesworth is barely standing. And he says, no, no, she picked me, not you, me, me, Fiddlesworth. And uh, he lets out a, a tiny dainty fart and then uh, swings his hammer and he hits And he'll deal you seven points of damage. And he kind of gets, like, a glint in his eye. Like, maybe the tides are turning. Maybe the goddess will restore
2: his powers. Yeah, maybe, Fiddlesworth.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Which which we hear from Finny in the corner. Like, the atheist is like, not you, bud. (laughs) And then I look at him and I go, I see that look in your eye. And that's hope. But do you know what's behind my eyes? Goblin Jr. Uh, And I lean down and Goblin Jr. Jumps over my back and tackles Fiddlesworth to the ground. So as Goblin Jr. Comes at him, uh, Fiddlesworth like looks
1: up into his eyes. Goblin Jr. Like, you know, he's like freshly scarred. He's mad as hell. He's snarfing like crazy. And he says, my God, you are the Wolf of Moonhammer. And then Goblin Jr. Just rips his face off.
2: (laughs) Oh! Yay!
1: yay! (laughs) Yes! Uh, so he's still alive. Uh, his face is just <laughs> He off. has no face, but he's um, alive. So Philsworth is kind of like useless to me. screaming. <laughs> he kind of like falls to his knees. The hammer disappears.
0: So I stand over him and I raise my spectral hammer over my head with both hands and I yell, This one's for Moonhammer. And then from
1: across the hall, not Peter Baelish throws. Moonlight bringer And it like Arcs through the air it lands perfectly Where the spectral hammer was Your hammer glows With the strength Of both the spectral hammer And the actual hammer
0: And then the spectral hammer Comes down And crushes his skull And the other hammer's In my head And then I reach down With my right foot And I cast Revivify Bringing his corpse Back to life <laughs> And I look him dead in the eye with his skinless face. And I say, and this one's for me. And I stove in his skull with Moonlight Bringer. <laughs> <laughs> she- <coughs> and I step back, thaumaturged up again. And I just point at all the people in the room and I say, know this, followers of Blighthammer, Moonhammer reigns supreme. Surrender to justice now or my justice will find you. I think you've killed all the Blighthammer folk in the room. Um, And then I
1: say, hey, all you old ladies that aren't (laughs) dead yet. Tell the
0: others.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, Von Strauss says, all of you are under arrest for causing this horrible massacre of civilians.
0: Quentin grabs the bag of holding. Time to go, guys. (laughs) I turn to face Von Strauss and I look over to the crowd and I see Steve just popping up and looking over at me and I give Steve a knowing nod and I set Moonlight Bringer on the ground and I take a knee. And I say, I swore an oath when I healed this dog that I would not escape. And then
1: Steve stares into your eyes from distance and he just mouths, go. And I say, cool,
0: bud. And I fucking
1: run. <laughs> <laughs> Strauss, like, glowers at Steve and uh,
0: begins pursuit, like, calling for the city watch. So you burst out into the streets. Um, on my way out of the, the church, I'm going to use my God-given Moonhammer power and cast Preserve Life. And for every person in that crowd, I can cast it on up to 30 people to give them one health point. Anybody Holy who's shit. critical, I'm healing as many people in that room as I can on the dash out the door. So while I'm running, I'm like, sorry! And then I just start <laughs> farting. Like, every step is the rainbow farts. And I'm like... And I raise both hands in the style of Colm Wilkinson at the end of a concert. Uh, and and, and they, they circle around. And then behind me, I'm like, Bleh! and it just falls into the spirits of especially those three old ladies. That brittle bone lady, not only does it give her one health point, it cures her brittle bone disease. When she gets up. She she's like, like, I, I can ride a bike again. Yeah. And then all all the rest of the people are just like dying less. Uh, yeah. Uh,
4: I like to admit that I just like I see my chance to escape. Um you know, I've still got my bag of weapons. It may slow me down a bit, but I also assume like, well, if all these people are slowly coming back to life, then perhaps they could also once again act as a human shield for me, uh, (laughs) helping to stop a man swinging a flaming sword from coming at me because does he want to take the life of civilians? No. But will I? I mean,
1: we we already know that's going to (laughs) go. So yeah, Von Strauss does get a little tangled up in like freshly revivified people who are just kind of like, oh, you know, I I felt real bad, but I feel kind of okay now. It's like, oh, the way you fools so um, as he's yelling like uh, people start to spill out of the hall of justice like you know there's like guards people and everything else uh, so you guys are taken off i need you all to roll me a good old-fashioned dexterity save please 12. 15 for Butthole.
4: 12.
2: And 11 for Quinny. All right, you all pull it
1: off. Luckily, like, so it's kind of one of those hilarious, like, escapes where a couple of you are very nimble and fast. And then there's, like, Butthole, like, running along in armor, farting and healing people. (laughs) And, like, Alan, who's kind of like, I think you can't use Misty, Can you keep Misty Step? Like, are you Misty Stepping along or are you running?
3: I'm going to run for now.
1: Okay, awesome. I was kind of hoping you're going to do that thing that Russell Crowe does in Man of Steel, where it's just, like, no matter every every time they turn a corner, (laughs) you're just there. Um, Not Peter Baelish, can you roll me a charisma check, please?
4: Sure. 24.
1: Awesome. So um, as you're all running, you know, you, you, you turn a corner, uh, and then all of a sudden a manhole cover pops up, and old One-Eyed Stink one-eyed is stink. Uh, sitting there holding and he's like, quick, Not Peter, I'm here, like you asked. So uh, all of you kind of, like, leap down into the, uh, into the sewer. He pulls down the manhole cover. As Alan goes by, he's like, Hey, I know you. Hey, do you have any money on you by chance? And he kind of grins at you. Um, You don't really know what that means, but that's cool. (laughs) Uh, You land in the sewer and um, not Peter Baelish, you're able to guide them to the uh, the docks uh, at the edge of town where um, there's a sort of nondescript boat waiting for you, uh, captained, of course, by... Anaka, Yang, are you? I'm explaining, like, wow, well, these docs used to be even more corrupt when some Mayor
4: Carcetti was in charge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Amazing. Um, so you, uh, Frank Sabatka was never seen again.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> No has <laughs> gotta have a code uh so you get to the uh you, you get to the docks and um you all start loading your possessions on you can still hear the calls for the watch it seems there's still a tremendous commotion above uh but it seems like the time has come to say your goodbyes to uh not peter baelish
2: uh, I'm, I'm gonna go last i want you guys to i'm I personally want to make sure you two get on the boat that's that's quinney's kind of motivation right now so he's like urging you guys to say your goodbyes and he he's like pushing you to get on the boat
0: all right uh not pete Great throw at the hammer. Great work in court. I don't know you terribly well, but I definitely owe you a favor. So just know, send me a letter. You can call that shit in. I'll be there for you, buddy.
4: Absolutely. I look forward to once again seeing you and your goddess in town.
0: Yeah, I'm so sorry about those butler murderers because you're still going to have to deal with that without us. Peace. And then I just take the <laughs> Goblin Junior. Goblin Junior like looks at you, like gives a wink, and then he reaches into his backpack because he's got a little like backpack on the side and of his armor like, that he wears. That's so
2: cute. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And he just takes out like a like a hand like he's got like twenty silver pieces in his mouth, and he just like puts it in your palm and nods a thank you and like walks onto the boat with me.
4: Do I have time to like gently ruffle him behind his ears? Before oh, definitely. This? So I give him a gentle ruffle and say, "You
0: are a good boy." And he uh, he farts a, a little thing. It's a little glowing fart, and it goes up to your hand, and it sinks in, and it shows the symbol of Moonhammer on the back of your palm. But it fades. It's not like a permanent thing.
4: Cool.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, not Peter Baelish. You, you, you really helped out with this court case. Couldn't have done it without you.
4: Wow, well, couldn't have done it without you. And I'm so glad I helped you get that first kiss of yours. Okay. <laughs>
3: it's just don't don't tell anyone it was my first. Oh. And I'm I, I'd like to give you a, a quarter of our the the treasure haul that I found. So sixty gold pieces. Wow, okay. so wouldn't have found it without you. And also. Anytime you need some legal assistance, I'm happy to be your (laughs) co-counsel.
4: No.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Quinny, it's all you. Okay. I look back, make sure that the two are like below decks, that they're not around to hear this conversation. I take out the bag of holding. I reach into it. and I pull up a handful of like forks and knives, the the beautiful silverware. Let it kind of drop out of my hand back into the bag. I take out my satchel of all of my money, that's 415 gold, I drop it inside the bag of holding. I take out the flintlock pistol, show it to you, drop it inside the bag of holding, push the bag of holding to your chest, and I say, thank you, do not pursue the essence of butthole farch, please.
4: What do you know that I don't,
2: Glenny? The trouble we all had to put up with today, that's just the start. This is going to get so much worse before it gets any better, okay? And I'm doing this for you because you're my friend. Okay, we are cut from the same cloth and I'm doing this for them because they're my friends, not like you are, but because they make me better. Okay.
4: I like clutch the bag a little bit tighter. Um, I gave him an inspiration point for making me feel something in my heart. (laughs) (laughs) And I lean forward and I say, do you know why my name's not Peter
2: Baelish? No, it never occurred to me. My brother, Peter Baelish, he (laughs) sailed away to a
4: faraway land called Westeros long, long ago. And when I was born, my mother took one look at me in the eye and thought, Ugh, you're not Peter (laughs) Baelish. Trying to find the essence, I wanted to be more like my brother, who I assume is doing real great right now. But now... I realized I can only be not Peter Baelish. But most importantly, I can be your friend. Smooth sailing,
2: Quinny. Thank you. Not Peter Baelish. I turn to walk away. And I turn around again real quick. I'm just, I just need to be clear on this. Are you going to pursue the essence <laughs> mm-hmm. of butthole farch or are we good on that? No, are we not going to do good. Okay.
4: Yeah, no, okay. uh, you have you have my word.
2: Right on. Okay. Thank you so much. So, uh, I turn and then I turn back one more time and I wink at you and I'm like, hey. I think your bro's going to be just fine. (laughs) And I look down. (laughs) Well, I try to look down, then I realize I'm trying to look
4: at my upper lip. Uh, (laughs) Then I feel it, and I'm just like, you know, I think it's thicker already.
1: (laughs) And with that, you sail off into unknown waters, and Not Peter Baelish disappears back into the shadows. As the uh, party flees from the Hall of Justice, there are two figures lurking on a nearby rooftop, hoping that everything will go to plan. It won't, but they don't know that yet. That was her, right? The one you've had is tracking? The man kind of chuckles to himself. Alan? Yeah, that was her. The female figure shoots a glance over her shoulder at his scarred visage and says, uh, Father, I still fail to see the potential you see in her. He smiles at her. To the guild or personally? Well, both, I suppose, she says. He grins. She reminds me of an elf woman who once saved my life. Bit of a stick in the mud, but damn talented. But does the guild really need another mage, she says. No, he says, we don't need another mage. But we might need an Alan. As you say, she says. Now quiet. The guard is changing. Look at all the chaos they've caused. Are you clear on the plan? Yes, of course I am. Oh, you'd better be. If you want to avoid the embarrassment you encountered at this year's thiefies. Ah, She sighs. Yes, father. Good, he says. Then let's go rob these bastards blind. This is so often the way, it didn't go to plan. Epilogue the second. Far, far away from where our heroes have been adventuring, there's a manor house, far more opulent than any of them can imagine, except perhaps for one. That one, of course, being Butthole Farch, for he was born there and raised there. Currently, Archibald Tingler and Lady Antepellum, his parents, are furious as they sip wine that costs more than many of the houses in Fandelver and stare into a burning hearth. The halfling betrayed us, he says, snarling. It disappeared with the vessel. Antebellum sighs. She's put up with Archibald's hijinks for some time, but is beginning to reach the end of her rope. Fine, she says. We'll have to use the inferior one. Summon Reginald. A large, burly, red-bearded man comes into the room. He's got an eager step and a glint in his eye. Mother, father, I stand ready to serve. Antebellum looks him up and down. We shall see if you truly want to prove yourself to our lord. The time has come. Find your brother, Bobbert, or Butthole, as he calls himself, and kill him. The large man, Reginald, takes a knee. I shall prove myself a worthy vessel. Archibald looks at Antebellum. She sighs and takes a sip of her wine. We shall see.
2: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
0: Now playing from Voyage Media.
2: A naked woman picked up the recently decapitated head of a goat that had been sitting in a large silver-colored bowl. She held the goat's head high above hers, its dull black eyes staring emptily as she threw her black hair and allowed the blood to trickle down the front of her body. When the lights go down, what
1: stories really stick with you? Presenting Fever Dreams, an anthology of dark genre stories, horror, crime, sci-fi,
0: My eyes settled on a crystal piece, the only thing hanging on any of the walls.
2: A man's face, set inside a raging sun. The eyes started to glow.
1: Now playing from Voyage Media, in association with Seven Lamb Productions. Creators of the hit audio drama Tower 4. A new descent into darkness in every episode. Season 1. Of Fever Dreams, a pulp collection. Available anywhere you listen to podcasts.